people of Earth. We have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in 3, 2, 1. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Our topic that we're going to cover today really is part of the times that we're talking about, and it's called developing a growth mindset. We're going through lots of change right now, and when we go through change, one of the things that we have to do is we have to, not only in ourselves as a leader, but with the people that we work with, we have to begin to develop a growth mindset. Now, the growth mindset is different from the other side of the coin, which is a fixed mindset, and a fixed mindset tells an individual that uh, this is the skill that they were born with and this is how far that they can go and they just hit a wall or that's the way we've always done things. Where a growth mindset, on the other hand, is one that is open to new ideas, exploring new opportunities for learning, being able to take feedback very well. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take and talk about developing a growth mindset. And a lot of this is based on the studies of a professor at, the, at Stanford University. Uh, her name is Carol Dweck. And she did a whole bunch of studies with school children on growth mindset. There are a few of the things that she found was that uh, you can motivate and learn and improve people more with feedback. She also said that the ability to change and to adapt to skills uh, and behaviors and attitudes can be a lot faster when you have that growth mindset. So in order to cover this, stud this particular topic and to take a little bit of a deep dive, we're going to cover three areas. The first area is how do we cultivate a growth mindset? The second area that we're going to cover is providing formative feedback. And Craig, the key word here is formative feedback, not just feedback. And the last area that we're going to talk about is creating space for new ideas. So Craig, why don't you uh, kick it off uh, using a little bit of your experience that you have with uh, coaching executives who obviously when a client comes to you, that hopefully they have that growth mindset in mind because mm -hmm. they want to be able to develop themselves and learn new skills, improve themselves. So talk to me about how you cultivate a growth mindset. Yeah, I think, you know, cultivating a group mindset, it's, it's a tricky place to be. You need to be open to ideas. You know, one of the things that I always, when I was leading the national sales team at Chase was, you know, you know, to have 50 salespeople in front of the room and, you know, we could be up there pronouncing all the right ways to do things and, oh, and, you know, use this tactic to do this. But one of the things I really started to focus on is in eliciting from the group, you know, what is what are the things that are working for you? So we turned it around to we're not the prescriptive people telling you what to do. We're actually calling from the staff, you know, help us understand what the best ideas are out there, which I think helps them to think they're actually part of the process and helps right. them to be part of the growth for the organization. And then, you know, as that starts to go, and I think the other piece of that that is important is, you know, as you alluded to at the beginning, things can move pretty fast. So, you know, if you're kind of sitting at the top of the organization, you know, pronouncing all kinds of things when, you know, your frontline people are the ones who are seeing things changing, getting the ideas from them and encouraging them to be part of your process of improving and your process of getting better every day at what you're doing actually does encourage them to have the growth mindset and actually makes your organization a lot more uh, well-placed to take advantage of market changes and market trends. Right. And we're going through lots of market changes and market trends these days, and we're going at it at a fast rate. And one of the things, you know, in cultivating a growth mindset, uh, using a lot of my background uh, in the, over the last 30 years is education. 
and developing that growth mindset as far as instilling that into your team. One of the things I always tell people, it's so important that you place as much emphasis on development goals as you do productivity goals when it comes time for those annual or quarterly reviews whenever you may sit down with an employee. And when I'm talking about education, I'm not just talking about classroom and online education, although that, that's good. Uh, I'm also talking about on-the-job type training where you're putting people in charge of a situation they may never have been put in charge for, uh, and they may not have the, the mental fortitude that, oh, I can do this, but you know, based upon their skills and talents, that you need to push them out a little bit to get them to explore the abilities that they do have. As part of cultivating that growth mindset, one of the things is, is you've got to spend as much time prioritizing those development goals as well as the productivity goals. And once you do that, you're showing your employees that you are really focusing in on them developing as an individual, as an employee, to be able to expand and grow and to try new things. So it's almost like at the you, you, we all have learning curves. Beginning of a task, we're down at the bottom of the learning curve. And as we learn, we go up the learning curve. But many people plateau at a certain level. And it's at that point that you need to come in as a manager or as a leader and really kick people in the tail by getting them to develop a new learning curve, uh, by giving them new challenges, as opposed to having people stuck in the same, what they may believe, the same rut and the same job that they've done for the last 10 or 15 years, where I can do it with my eyes closed. And you've got to push people out to experience those new things. So I truly believe part of cultivating that mindset has a lot to do with growth as far as development skills. Yeah, and I think, you know, I can think of a great example back at my last business, you know, we had a call center business, and they were taking a lot of inbound calls. We had a few people in there that I kept my eye on who really showed the ability to do a lot more. And as we were building out kind of an outbound sales call center, you know, I remember the conversation I had with the guy said, are you applying for one of those jobs? He's like, no, why would I apply for one of those jobs? I'm not good enough to do that job. And I right. said, you'd be great at that job. And so, you know, I think it really, he obviously didn't have kind of that growth mindset to see what his possibilities were. But I think yeah. it's incumbent upon us as leaders and managers to say, here's what I see in you and help, as you said before, push them down a little, push them down the road a little further than they're willing to go. And, you know, yeah. he went in there and did a great job. And so it's really seeing the possibilities. And, you yeah. know, if they don't see it in themselves, how can you help them see it as a leader? Right. And part of that going into the next topic that we're going to talk about is when you do push them down the road, you need to provide them formative feedback. And that means you just can't push them down the road and then stand at the end of the road and watch them go and go, okay, bye. You've got to be there with them, coaching, giving them good formative feedback. And that means recognizing things that people are doing, particularly that they're doing well so that you can build that confidence in them that they may not have had at the very beginning because they're trying something new. But through that formative feedback, being able to get them to acknowledge or what I like to refer to become consciously competent uh, mm -hmm. as opposed to unconsciously competent. And then when they do make a mistake, part of your formative feedback is not to push them down and go, oh, well, you did that wrong. It's okay, let's sit back, let's take a look at what happened, do a 
good debrief and get them to acknowledge those things that they could have done better to be able to do that. And that's part of that formative feedback. And I know when you coach as well as when I coach, that's what we do a lot of. We do a lot of formative feedback, not just feedback based upon the goal, but it's based upon the work that people have done to try to get to that goal. Right. And I think that's actually, you know, from as I've kind of shifted my world to coaching, that's probably the most rewarding thing you have in a coaching experience is when you see them kind of break through that wall and see the light on the other side to see, oh, wow, I, I didn't even see that possibility. All I saw was a wall. And when you right. can help them see what's beyond it, that becomes a great opportunity. And, you know, something you mentioned before about, you know, annual or quarterly review process, you know, the quarterly reviews as they stand are just terrible processes in so many organizations. And, you know, quarterly at least helps you get a little more focused on, on, on these kind of topics, but really this is something that's kind of an ongoing feedback you need to be taking with your team all the time, right? It's, you know, every week, you know, whether it's on a one-on-one -on -one or just a casual encounter or an intentional outreach, it's getting in front of people, letting them know, you know, where you see them kind of make the mistake or where you see them executing well and either helping them course correct or, you know, helping them say, do more of that because that's where you're really headed in the right direction. Yeah. And we've talked about that in the previous, in previous episodes yeah. about, you know, be not, not dropping. I, I think you use the term dropping scud missiles uh, that are at the wrong time when no one was prepared for it. Uh, right. But the, the more recent events that you can give formative feedback on, the better it is. It, you know, it's almost the difference between a coach who stands on the sideline like this and watches everything develop. And then at the end of the game, tells everybody how they could have done it better. No right. good coach does that. Every good coach is running up and down the sideline and every play they're giving formative feedback. You needed to look at the receiver on the other side. That's why he got past you. You needed to look at the defense in the formation. And when you, you know, when that player comes off on the sideline, that's when they're given that formative feedback in order to develop that growth mindset. That's the way as a leader, we need to provide formative feedback to develop that growth uh, mindset that we're talking about here, which leads us into the next part, creating space for new ideas. One of the things that leaders make a big mistake on is that they don't take the input and advice from the people that are on the front lines. They believe most leaders, I've got the idea or I've got the solution in my head and they plow ahead. And you know, as well as I do, Craig, that in many instances, when you are the leader, you aren't in the weeds to really see what those issues are that people are dealing with on a daily basis. And particularly in these times that we're going through right now where everything is changing so fast, it's, it's, it's almost impossible for a leader to know everything that's going on. And so the leader needs to provide that, that space for creativity on how, okay, this is going on right now. This is our product. This is our service. How can we develop it more conveniently, more efficiently, more effectively, more economically, and get the input from those people who are on the front lines? You'll find that many people, when you start taking those suggestions of theirs, it develops that growth mindset because they're seeing that they are actually part of the solution and not just preventing or trying to hold back the problem that's going on. Right. And, you know, I think it's one of the things that not many people realize is they're kind of looking up to say, you know, I want to be a leader someday. And I think it's what sets apart great leaders is that ability to check your ego at the door. The yeah. less you make it all about you, 
And the more you make it about, you know, my job is to kind of set a vision and my job is to bring the people along to help get to that vision and help those people grow. The leader who just thinks they have all the answers is doomed to fail. And the leader who can actually pull from their team is the one who is really going to succeed and see their whole business grow as a long term. Because now you've got a group of people behind you who can who are comfortable with ideas. I was actually listening to something the other day uh, where she said, you know, corporate, her audience is all corporate people. And she says, corporate people don't like to ask questions. Corporations don't encourage people to ask questions because you don't want to look stupid. So how do you create that environment for this kind of mindset growth by making sure people feel like they don't look stupid? You know, but I also don't, you know, people say, oh, there's no stupid questions. There's actually a lot of stupid questions, but (laughs) You know, you need two questions, two questions that are never stupid, though, are how and why. Right. No matter where you ask those questions, those are not stupid questions. But as you just said, many people don't ask how or why questions because they have that ego that they believe people believe that they should have the answer to those questions. And so we don't ask enough of the how and the why. And when you ask the how and the why, it really starts to develop that growth mindset, not only in you but in the individual that you're asking that question. of, Absolutely. Yeah, no, you're, you're dead on. And I think that's, that's really where, you know, like with so many things we talk about, you know, it starts with the leader, the leader sets the tone and the growth mindset organization is going to start from the leader and work its way through the organization. It's a real tough rock to shove uphill, but if right. the leader's there, you can get there a lot faster. Okay. So what are your key takeaways from today? Well, I think my key takeaways today is kind of this ongoing shift that we always talk about, Lou, in leadership, right? Kind of these moves towards servant leadership or, or just this idea that, you know, what, you know, this kind of autocratic leadership style that, you know, some people are still holding on to, you know, desperately with their claws is not what, you know, is going to move companies forward in the future. And you can get a lot more out of people when you do things like encourage growth mindset. So I think this just really this whole topic speaks to the evolution of leadership and where we really need to see leaders move to and quit moving away from, or at least, you know, stopping from being, you know, being dragged into. Yeah. And obviously any leader following up on what you just said, any leader that develops a growth mindset within their people and lets them know that that's what they want, then they are going to have more productive and more efficient and effective teams. My key takeaway on all this is going back to the priority on productivity goals versus development goals. And I truly believe that in to instill, to give an example, to be visible to your people that you want them to have that growth mindset and not just come in and plow through things the way that they normally did and just get their job done because that's what you're going to evaluate them on at the end of the year or on a quarterly review of some sort. It's really putting emphasis on that 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 development goal because in many instances and you know as well as I do a lot of those development goals are sometimes just check marks in a box you know did you take xyz training yes I did okay boom good all right and then they move on from there but it's not just going through the training it's it's cultivating that training and getting them to implement it with the follow-up and sticking with them and saying okay what did you learn how can we use this how can you use this in order to accomplish our task to make sure that we're being productive and we're meeting our deadlines and meeting our goals. So those development goals really need to have more of a high priority than they just check the box. I went to diversity training. I went to critical thinking training. Okay, good. 
all right, fine. Now, how are you doing on this? How's this project coming? You know, where, where are we on that? That's usually what it turns into. Leaders really need to focus more on those development goals as much as they do on the productivity goals and to continue to give that formative feedback that goes throughout. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, great. This is a good episode. I think, uh, you know, if you, if you pulled something out of this episode that you think was valued to you, please like it. Uh, if you know somebody who would benefit from it, make sure you send it to them and share it with them. And, you know, if you found that this is helpful for you and maybe some of the folks you work with, you know, we'd appreciate you subscribing. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. You can even go out to qaleadership.com, our website, and check out all our past videos there, as well as Q&A Breakthrough Leadership is now available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. So if you prefer the audio, now that a lot of us are starting to maybe go back to work and getting out in our cars a little more. Or, or uh, exercising again. <laughs> or, yeah, or exercising again. Uh, and you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find us on all your favorite platforms. So until next time, I'm Craig Anderson. And always keep your hands washed and keep your distance. I'm Lou Quinto.